0: Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the first official episode. Uh, not an intro, not a trailer. Time to get down to business. Supposed to upload it yesterday, I didn't. I apologize, but no time like the present. So, um, the topic for today is something that uh, I would say I don't even know if I want to use the word suffers from I don't know I don't I'm not necessarily suffering but something that happens to me I guess however you want to interpret it or whatever you want to put it you go ahead and uh something I feel like I experienced that's a better word for it for sure is uh existential dread and existential anxiety. So <clears throat> in the today's episode, um I'm going to give like almost like the textbook, put text, test Ah, jeez. <laughs> the textbook definition of both of those terms or phrases, I guess you would call them, really, and then kind of like what that means to me, if that makes sense, what I experience, and then ways that I try to combat such. I would call dangerous, like, mindset. It's such a dangerous thing if you really think about it. So, the first one I'm going to, the first one we're going to talk about is existential dread. So, I'm going to give you a definition that I found on it, which it makes sense. So, it says, Existential dread often involves questioning your purpose in life, Especially after a crisis disrupts your personal values or self-identity. And it's a very interesting way to like, to describe that because that's literally what it is. Like the question of like, why am I here? What am I doing with my life? What Like, why does any of this matter? It, like it is such a dominant it's such a dominant feeling i know for me at least i i i would say anybody i've ever talked to about the situation it seems fairly dominant in them too when it happens like questioning like reality or questioning life or like what your purpose is i don't know i it's so it's so dangerous Um, it's actually, actually it's, it's not dangerous. I'd I'd more call it like a double-edged sword, right? So I'll give my perspective on the situation. Like I said before, it's, it's something that I've experienced very, like quite often to a point of almost like, uh, being in a, like a a paralysis in life and in a way, so like I, I'll, at one point I use it as an excuse not to really do it much at all besides just exist. If that makes sense, Um and I. I keep saying, this is like the third time I've said it's dangerous. I say it's dangerous because that's like, it's such a, a, like a growth stunting thing to do because life is worth living simply for the sake of being alive. In all honesty, you don't need more than that. That, I feel like that's where spirituality comes in, <clears throat> and it fills those gaps. So let's say if you're a Christian, you know, God has a purpose for you. So, and what seems like a pur- purposeless existence, the idea of God gives you purpose automatically. And even if that purpose is not, um, like, evident to you it is it's easy to be okay with that because faith comes into the picture right a big saying is like have faith the size of a mustard seed a mustard seed is pretty damn small so when it comes to having faith there's nothing tangible in faith you just believe and that belief eases eases the pain or the uh, eases and the confusion of like not knowing what your purpose is. Because you know at some point you'll find out because God has it planned out for you. And even if you're not like a Christian, like you look at um, somebody I, I like to, I would say someone that's helped me out quite a bit even even long after they've been gone from this this uh, plane of existence, this Alan Watts, and he has a particular lecture that I've listened to probably a hundred times. It's called the Sense of Nonsense. So it's finding significance in things that you wouldn't deem significant. So. I believe the basic concept is life is worth living, not compared to anything, literally, just in itself. That uh, the point of it is to enjoy yourself, to have fun, because technically, we're not organisms and a universe. We're organisms... No, sorry. I messed it up. We're not organisms in a universe. We're organisms and a universe. So technically, we're all pieces of life experiencing itself. So even with that being said, that's enough to to draw purpose and meaning out of what seems meaningless. So... I think one thing that I've never wanted to really do is to try to draw one conclusion as as fact or one conclusion as fiction. Because, in all honesty, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I feel like a lot of information or a lot of avenues bring... Uh, meaningful purpose to the table, or meaningful concepts to the table, uh, Christianity, in my opinion, brings some 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 of the most beautiful philosophy to live by. Loving un and Christianity, if you think about it, the concept of God teaches you the idea of unconditional love. That's something that a lot of us, I feel like, don't actually understand. Or know how to deal with. To truly be loved unconditionally. And and in that practice, there is an entity that knows all your flaws. And gives you the ability to have free will. And knows all the answers that you're going to make. Or all the decisions you're going to make. And loves you anyways because of it. So so that's uh it's like it's such a beautiful thing, and that fills you with purpose, or the fact that uh there are people that hmm they find a the life like like a goal. <clears throat> you could you see the people that become obsessed with their businesses or their jobs or like they they give you they use the statement uh I love work. I'd do this if money was no object. Like that's purpose. So even if uh religion necessarily even if you don't turn to religion, there are there are alternatives. Now, I personally believe that you have to live balanced. You can't focus too much on the world and overlook its complexities. You can't focus fully on the complexities and then not live in the world. And I'm not using that to say that spirituality is complex. because It's really not. But I feel like you have to. It feels, to me personally, almost feels impossible to do both at the same time. But you almost have to, because you have to. You have to live for today. You have to eat. You have to sleep. But at the same time, you can't overlook the other side of life that comes with, like your artistic side, your creative side, wondering about the stars, uh, loving God, whatever you decide. Like, have you decided to uh, to to cultivate? That spiritual side of your being. I feel like you have to. And I would say that that's something that I haven't. um, Something I'm working on. I would say. Obviously. This is part of that. (laughs) That growth. As a person. So. But that's something. That. uh, You have to. Put effort towards. Because I feel like that also, living that balance also combats that of existential dread. Because you don't need to think about or question your purpose. I'd say even if you deem life overall, you say, life overall, life has no overarching meaning. Overarching meaning? However you would say it. But, I will give it meaning. And then you do it. You give it your own meaning. Basketball players fall in love with the game. That's what they live for. There's nothing wrong with that. You find your why. Your why will give you purpose. A why combat, whatever that why is. Hopefully, it's not destructive and disruptive to other people in a negative way, but... Whatever your why is is so important. I feel like that's one of the reasons why a lot of people, when they have kids, their life changes because you have a purpose. You have a why. The issue, one of the issues with that, looking for an external why, is because I, my personal opinion, which is not it's not really an opinion, it's kind of how it is, is. All life is experienced from within, right? Me talking to you, my thought process, it all comes from inside of me outward. So life life is actually experienced inward to outward. Because my, my all my sensory nerves have to come and come to a conclusion and to when my brain and that stuff has to fire off chemicals and uh, electricity between neurons or whatever to even get me to perceive what's going on and to calculate a response and then to respond. So <clears throat> with that being said, like, I really think that the ball is always in your court when it comes to the concept of having a purpose. Now, all of this I'm saying is like easier said than done, obviously, because if I be honest, like this is it's still something that affects me from time to time. It doesn't, it doesn't as much as it used to, but it, it does. Some days I'm just like, man, why am I doing this, you know? And I would say that I have just came into what my why is as a person, which is this like talking about and, 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 Bringing out these feelings and talking about these concepts to try to, to try to like combat it and 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 almost like nullify it because it's like it is a, an understandable situation, but at the same time, there's no use for it. There's no. Existential dread uh, really doesn't have a purpose when it comes to existence because it is a double edged sword. Honestly, I, I would say the blade is facing you, it's not a double edged anything. The Blaze facing you. The only you're questioning something. The only thing that it's doing is hurting you, because what it's doing is why you're while you're sitting there processing what your purpose is in life. You're overlooking the beautiful parts of it that make it worth living. And and then I, I actually it's it's very interesting because uh, Terry Crews. I was I don't remember a long time ago. I was watching like a Terry Crews interview. And he had like a small tidbit where he was talking about it and it made something he said makes sense. I, I don't f- fully agree with it, but it does make sense. He said that like your purpose is, is whatever you're doing at the time. Think about it. He said if I, he was a janitor, his purpose right now is to mount the floors so why not why not give it 100 percent of your effort? If that's your purpose right now. To mop the floors. Now. Maybe we. Fantasize about some. Grandiose. uh, Thing designed for us. Written in the stars. Which. I mean. I know people that follow astrology. Some of that stuff is fairly accurate. It seems like, so I, I'm not knocking people who who follow it. I'm not necessarily going to knock people who are against it. Uh it is. It does seem fairly accurate, but but like back back to Terry Crews, of course. But uh, he, he said that your purpose is based on whatever. If you're playing football, your purpose is to do whatever your position is and you and i feel like maybe if you take that idea and you apply and then you apply yourself 100 percent of the time you'll always find purpose like it's a very easy thing to do like me i go to work my purpose is to to help people and and sell cell phones so now When your heart's not in and I feel like that's when the, uh, the dread portion of it comes into play. And I had actually had somebody very important to me, give me some, a very interesting and very thought provoking statement. She told me to live with intent and passion, do things with passion. It's, It's simple. You live with intent that there's no room for... There's no room for something like that to come into your mind. You know? And you have a purpose. You have a goal in mind. And you're passionate about the goal. Whatever you do, do the 100%. What good is 90%, what 100% is required. And I feel like if you... if If you just took whatever you were doing... And put all of yourself towards it... Then... It just makes life worth living. Like the people who who climb super high mountains just for the sake of the challenge. That is important. And I, I would never do that. It's crazy to me in my mind. Like, oh, I'm going to go climb my Everest. Absolutely not. No. It's too cold. But it's so important. But one thing you cannot do is get caught up I felt like you can't get caught up in thought I call I tell myself like don't chase the rabbit. I always tell myself that. So I have a feeling about something. A thought pops in my head and that and what I do sometimes I let that thought control my emotions. And it could be almost could be a completely made up scenario. But I, like, in my mind, it's real. It's like I'm really angry about something that, that I just made up in my head, like chasing the rabbit. Thoughts are not meant to to come and stay. They're meant to come and go. So, Like, even if it happens to you, it, like the is of dread portion of it happens to you, you just let it come. Experience it. Acknowledge it. Acknowledge it for what it is. Don't sugarcoat it. But then tell yourself, you know, like this, this is, this is what I'm here for. This is what I'm here for. And if you feel like you don't have anything that you're there for, meditate about it. Sit there. Or to to keep that thought in your head, go home, sit down in a quiet room, someplace where you can just be with your thoughts and don't focus on thinking about nothing. Think about everything, but let them pass by sit there, be, be, be still, be one with the universe. Let your thoughts run. Watch yourself, pay attention to how you feel. Think about that. Contemplate it. Okay. This is the, I say, I don't have, I don't have any purpose in life. Okay. Let me think of something that, that makes me happy. Oh, I like do you some people for example like somebody like uh let's say professional fighting game uh fighting game professionals have been a big thing in the last like seven years or so plus there's one in particular street fighter player named daigo umahara and you think to yourself like that is a 40 year old man playing video games but he's really good at playing video games like does it matter like if it gives him if it if it gives him joy then it fills his heart with like excitement and fulfillment it doesn't matter so that's his purpose you know, he only wakes up that's what he does he trains he you know and and i feel like all of us have that thing that that we know fills us with excitement and we know we enjoy doing and maybe we overlook it to chase something else. And then when we can't, that other thing that we're chasing is like very hard. We we fall into a depressed, like we get depressed because we're, we're a society of instant gratification now. You know, like we, nothing, nothing can be hard anymore. or We don't want to do it. And that's, that's not true. There's some people out there that, that get out there and get after it. But then there's a lot of people that don't. And I'm not going to sit here and sound one of the people that do If I'm being honest I will, that's why I'm here But, you know This journey is just as important for me As it is for anybody that's listening to this So I know I went off on a little tangent But This is it This to get my thoughts out not, not This is not formal Okay Uh We talked about that some, uh, the other, other one I mentioned now I would say this is something I would, I would even go on a limb and say, this is something I suffer from is existential anxiety or just anxiety in general. It's one of the reasons why I really can't can't smoke weed like that. It puts me in this paranoid state. My mind runs just wild. It's crazy. I can't. I cannot do it. I can do it, and I will, and I have. And something, something I'm gonna have to get over is that they're just thoughts. Like they can't, they can't hurt me. Obviously, they're just things that I'm creating in my mind. But for for a while, it was. I was very afraid of. Doing any, any type of mind alteration. Because I felt like that's the, the state that it always put me in. So, uh, here's the the definition for existential anxiety that I found. It says, existential anxiety is all about our existence in life. And it involves angst about big issues such as life's meaning, freedom, and inevitable death. This type of anxiety might be triggered by growing older or facing climate change or difficult political situations. That's very interesting. Uh, triggered by getting older. I would say that's a big one. This time, like you blink, and it feels like it's just like flying by. Like I think as a general is a general thing that, um, existence, not existence, sorry, (sighs) that 2020 was the worst year for the whole world. 2020 is almost two years ago already. It's, it is crazy. It's a crazy thing. And, Something I would even, something for me too is like the constant, the fear of dying. Like it really does resonate with my, my, the core of my being. And I think the anxiety from that puts me in a state of existential dread. So it's almost like, like a triggering, like one, the anxiety, the existential anxiety triggers existential dread. And it's, it's such a vicious cycle because even the idea of like, I can get over the fact that like I can get my life purpose. But one thing that plagued me and, it, and haunted me was the idea of like putting so much effort into something and then dying and the concept, like all that effort. what well, if you look at it from a negative mindset, you can say that all the effort goes to waste. And it doesn't It really doesn't Because if you're fulfilled in your life Then it wasn't wasteful If you enjoyed yourself If you loved doing what you do If you're around people that you cared about None of it's a waste Because Life is experienced from inside outward Right So It Um Hmm, this is a tough one because this like resonates with my soul so much it hits me in the feels so I'm not gonna lie to think about this this is something that's been it's been plaguing me for so long like the idea the anxiety the idea that like everybody that I care about that I want to protect with all of my all my soul is going to die I'm going to die and you don't know who's gonna die first and I would say that like obviously, we're here, and I'm. I'm being real. Probably one of my biggest fears is like if that when when that reality sets in fully, when something happens, and and like a, the group, my group of friends, that's permanent. It it will it probably hurt me very much. It shake me to my core, which is why I have to start the process now. Of, of uh coming to terms with it and trying to live live balanced and live free and and like not take everything so serious and to just be happy and have fun and and not look at it as as some negative thing. it's like inevitable for us all. So it shouldn't cause me anxiety, because it's something outside of my control, right? What is that? uh, The Bible script. Dang, I need to find it real quick. This is it. This is one of the reasons why I feel like it's so important to to not overlook one form of text for another, because there's so much information throughout. A bunch of different avenues that can give you references that can help you out. Like this one I'm about to find right now. What is that one? Is it the serenity prayer? Oh, right here. I found it. Such a beautiful one. It's probably one of my favorites. It says, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So, like, like even if you don't look at that from, like, a, a spiritual perspective, which you almost have no choice but to, obviously, It's such a powerful statement because it literally is just like, uh, let me accept the things that are outside of my control and that not accepting that they're good for me and that, and that it's okay that they happened, but accepting that they will happen or accepting that they have happened for the sake of, of, uh, self peace. Which is like the basic concept of forgiveness Right I saw something recently It's something that I also have to learn Forgive myself, forgive my parents, forgive whatever Um, The statement was Like forgiveness is for you It's not for anybody else So It's not okay that it's happening Like if you want to Tie that with With Death itself, With death it is. Okay. I mean, it is okay. Without there has to be contrast, right? There has to be balance. The universe is balanced. Water is balanced. That's why it exists, right? Air is balanced. That's why it exists. We're balanced. pH levels. That's why when you go out of balance, your chakras come aligned, or your back is your back is like misaligned. There's all type of discomfort or like confusion with your life. You know, your your spiritualness and your emotions are out of whack. And the I think the universal uh, common denominator is balance, so there has to be, without death you won't be able to experience life fully or it won't um, it won't hold any value it won't be meaningful moments in time aren't meaningful without the concept or the idea that at some point you won't be able to do anything anymore so shouldn't really cause you anxiety but it does because it's a scary thing It's something that your brain can't wrap your your brain can't wrap itself around the idea of not existing which you do exist right your carbon footprint will never leave the love will always be forever but the idea of not experiencing how about that i'll say it like that the idea of not of no longer experiencing anything which I would assume it would just be like sleeping forever I don't know I, I mean the whole point of this is like I'm gonna find out when that time comes but while I'm here I'm gonna try to shed light on it for me or for anybody else that's going through the same thing that existential anxiety that leads to existential dread because it's all just a cycle, of a negative cycle. And then one statement I heard from, which I heard it from uh, Duncan Trussell's The Midnight Gospel on Netflix. This is one of my favorite shows of all time. Uh, he said, oh, he, it was his, the last episode. Oh, my goodness. I can't watch it without tearing up. I'm not going to lie said uh, meditation is preparation for death uh i believe that's, that's very true this is like coming to terms with it something i'm trying to do right now It's like i feel like once you come to terms with it then you're able you're able to live life unshackled right because it shouldn't be you shouldn't it's not a shackling feeling you should be able to move freely live freely experience enjoy love, hate, I would say hate. Don't hate. Hate is it's such a it's such a nasty emotion. It's not it's not like uh I don't know. It's not good. You can dislike don't like hatred does it hurts you more than it hurts anybody else. i being like let's just be honest. Obviously you hate somebody that did you wrong. Like it's not gonna hurt them. They did you wrong. They don't care about you or how you feel about it. So But anyways, so, yeah, my audio got messed up at a whole, like, (laughs) 15-minute segment before this. I don't know how I'm going to splice it together. I don't know why I'm even saying this, but uh, I'm saying anyways, because I'm new to this, so. You take it or leave it. Take it how you want. Um, yeah, so we covered covered existential dread, and we covered existential anxiety. Mm, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to add. So I guess a small recap. Try to live a balanced life. Uh, oh, I, I got one something I do want to add, actually. So one big thing, something I'm I'm fighting myself is when it comes to that whole balance thing, because it's like life is all about perspective. So it's difficult for me to trust some of my feelings when when I they're coming from a perspective of what I feel like is me not at my best. If that makes sense. So and the question is like you ask yourself, like, am I doing am I doing what it takes to be at my best? And what is my best, right? And I I would say for me, I think my best is like a like balance, like mind, body, fortified mind, mind, body, and spirit. But you focus on all of them. You don't focus on one. That's something I did. I did. Uh, I didn't do leading up to where I'm at in life now. It's something it's a hill or a hurdle I have to climb. Uh, I tried focusing on the body without focusing on the mind, and that fell apart. And then I tried focusing on the mind without focusing on the body, and that fell apart. And I feel like that all that does is put you in this. This like it's a cycle. It's all a vicious cycle. Until you finally break free And focus on everything at once And not do it later I'd Do it now this was Another thing I have to fight I'm not, I'm not going to lie I have a tendency to be lazy But that also Stems from um, It's also part of the cycle You just got to make a decision Like life is all about decisions this, Some of the decisions that you make From here on out uh, to make the change to fight it. Because it's like. It really is. It's not a war. It's not a battle. But it, it is. a const, A road of consistent growth. With no end. There is no tangible. Like finish line. You will always be plagued with insecurities. You will always be plagued with existential dread or existential anxiety, the, the whole point of this is to learn how to deal with it in a healthy manner so that it doesn't impact you as hard when it does come. You'll have times you question everything, but you take the time and you put the necessary resources back into yourself and give yourself the same amount of love that you give other people which is another thing. Self love, in my opinion, is a really big thing that combats existential anxiety and existential dread. Then, uh, then you, I feel, like, I feel like you'll truly be able to flourish. So. Um, I believe that's all I got for today. Uh, I appreciate anybody who chose to listen to what I had to say. Um obviously if you got any any type of critique or any type of advice, feel free to feel free to drop it. I'm open, I'm all ears, I'm open. Listening not as open as I should be But that's what I'm, I'm Trying to be better So I will be better Positive affirmation use your words to, to Shape your reality because your words shape your reality No more self degrading speech I will be better Um Yeah I appreciate Your attention Thank you for listening And I love you Stay strong Keep the faith Keep moving forward. I'll see you next week on Wednesday. Actually, this time around, I'll be in Texas, but I'll still try to drop an episode, uh, try to figure something out. I appreciate you guys, and you have a good night.